0: Welcome to Free Meditation TV. My name is Aksana and this is Jay. Hello and thank you for joining us
1: today. Today the topic of conversation is the Guru Principle within us. The Guru Principle is actually the void. It's uh, located around the Nabi Chakra. It's not exactly a chakra. It runs around the third chakra within us, which is the Nabi. You can feel it on your hands running around the center of the palm. So it's around.
0: This principle is responsible for our digestive system, for our stomach, and it is also responsible for balance within us. In our seeking of spirituality, sometimes we go to the left or to the right, or in a sense that we go on the left, we go too too much to our emotions, or on the right we look for power, we look for money. This principle of Guru is the one that teaches us how to be in balance.
1: Yes, and uh, actually it is a very important center within ourselves. It's awakening the, you could say, the Ten Commandments within ourselves. Um, guiding us on our path, keeping us in the center, keeping us balanced, and like Oksana said, not too much to the right, not too much to the left, keeping us steady.
0: In the older times, seekers who wanted to achieve their spiritual ascent, they would go to Himalayas. They would look for the spiritual masters, and they would go through a lot of purification and renunciation to find their spiritual path. And maybe at the end of their life, they might get enlightenment. They might get their kundalini awakened. Now, at times, is the time of instant uh, internet, instant coffee. We have instant yoga. The guru principle is automatically awakened when the energy kundalini passes through the void area and um, you become your own master what does it mean it means that now you don't need a guru for that you have your vibratory awareness so what is vibratory awareness
1: yeah it's uh when your kundalini is awoken with your self-realization you can feel it at the top of your head you can also feel it on your hands And uh, the void is, like I said, located around the palm, around the center of the palm. So now, if you are not in balance, you can feel it. That is what we mean by vibratory awareness. You can feel what is happening within you. And that is how you become your own master. You can correct these things, these imbalances. So you do, right in in your home, you can become a more balanced and
0: peaceful, satisfied person. So let's do some practical things. For example, when you raise your Kundalini like that and check your vibrations, and you feel that your left hand is heavy, tingling, and your right hand is cool, what it means? It means that you are what we call a left-sided personal uh, person. You are more, you overwork your emotional. Maybe you think about the past. Maybe you are just upset. Maybe maybe you could have a cold. And how do we use our Guru principle to balance it? What we do is that from the left side we try to move to the right side. So if you're a left-sided person and if you're a little bit lethargic, then you go to the right. Maybe you get an organizer, you start doing something, you go to the right. Right side is the side where you think, you act, you do. Now, then you go to the right side and you feel that your right side is very much hot, then don't go to the left back. Jump into the central channel. Do whatever you do without getting attached to your actions. That's how you become witness. And this is the state of your guru.
1: Yes, master of yourself. And you can also guide others as well now that your kundalini is awoken. You have this awareness. You can balance yourself and also help others.
0: Now we will watch lectures of Shri Mataji. She is the one who brought this guru principle within us, Sahaja Yoga. When you listen to her, if you don't understand something, don't worry, your Kundalini will react to her. Just try to stay in meditation when you listen to her and not think.
2: The conditionings of the outside, (coughs) in the West, are of a psychological nature. Indians have other conditionings which are also quite surprising. Or we should say, the Western people, they must wash their hands ten times, even if their skin comes out, they go on washing like mad. They must have a bathroom attached to them all the time, but they must have their baths. If they don't have bath, they are not comfortable. They have other conditionings also. All kinds of stupid conditionings they have, but The conditionings that we have in the West are more psychological and that's why you cannot find out what's wrong with you. The physical conditionings are not so dangerous, you can get over them or you can manage. But when you have conditioning of your psychology, you cannot understand what's wrong with you. (coughs) Now, if you see, if you introspect around, what you will find is a very subtle thing. Firstly, that because of the wars maybe, I don't know why, but everybody is afraid of everyone. Especially, I think, Freud. Because of Freud, even the mother is afraid of the child, And all these things to Indians are absolutely, they can't understand this. But you people know that very well. They won't touch anybody, they won't hug anyone. First of all, when they used to play football, they used to hug. But now I see they don't hug, they just touch hands like this. (laughs) After some time, I think they may just do like that or something so frightened that nobody, even the children I've seen, are frightened of hugging their parents. So the expression of love is not there and when there is no expression, there is no love inside. Like you ask anyone, how are you, he'll say, always. Nobody will say, he'll say I'm perfectly all right. Nothing wrong with me. What's wrong? Perfectly all right. Thank you very much. But it is never. They're not sure of themselves all the time. It's shaking. And this shaking inside gives you a personality which can never progress. Progress comes when you put your step forward, you put your foot firmly on that point and then put the second step forward, like as you climb on a mountain. But in the first place only if you are still thinking that it's halfway through, then how can you go further? You'll only move on two steps this or that, or this or that. This is another very big psychological uh, detergent, I should call it, or detrimental thing for your problem. Now, the third thing you have learnt, which is also third or fourth, maybe, that you must argue out yourself. Like, you have a problem. You'll come and tell Me, Mother, this problem I have got. This is very common with everyone. I have this problem. I'll say, all right, this is the solution. Then you'll come out, no, 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 but in this, this will happen. Then you tell another solution, no, 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 Mother, this can be this way. All right, you tell third solution, no, Mother, in this, this can happen. Tell fourth, this can happen. You are standing against yourself all the time then I have to say, this is your problem, not mine and I am giving you the solutions and <laughs> if you want to solve your problem, better take a positive attitude. The brain is this way. <laughs> In our Hindi language it's called a ulti khopri. You are all the time arguing against yourself. So how can you progress? This is another great problem of the Western mind that it doesn't try to face any problem as your own. But go on arguing with yourself like a uh, lawyer, you see. There are two lawyers, one yourself, another lawyer. Go on arguing. So is a double personality in the being. Is not a single personality. As I said, it is very, very psychological that people have to take to this kind of a turn suddenly without understanding how dangerous it is. With the enlightenment of your brain, they should disappear. On the contrary, in Sahaja Yoga, it's very dangerous because you say something, you are a Sajogi. You are connected with the all-pervading power. Whatever you say, gets connected.
1: So now we will, I hope you enjoyed the video. So now we will take a few minutes and uh, meditate. And how do we do uh, a meditation? How do we practice meditation? Well, all we do is we leave our hands open on our laps, be very comfortable keep your attention at the top of your head and uh, pretty much that is all and then we can watch a meditation video
0: part of our program we will hear some questions and we'll try to answer them do we have questions
3: yes here's one question I have read about other meditations where they say that heat is good but you say heat is uh, cool is good cool is best how do I know which is correct I'm confused
0: That's a good question when energy crosses through the center, if there is any problem in the center, you feel heat. In our day-to-day life, when we have a cold, we feel heat. Um, Also, when our, say, right channel is overworked, we feel heat. So if you constantly feel heat on your centers, it means that your subtle system is always under stress. Eventually, you might have you could become sick Mm -hmm. as opposed to when you are cool then you are balanced you are not stressed out and this energy is healing you every minute
1: you can actually feel that like uh, we've mentioned when you have your self realization you feel cool Um, you can also feel let's say like Oksana said when you have a cold you can feel usually some heat around this chakra. Now, providing that your energy system is doing well overall, you can always check. You can check how each chakra is doing just by running your hand over it. So it's all about experimentation and checking and seeing how you're feeling on a physical level and then everything ties together.
0: Do we have another question?
3: Yes, another question. I feel tingling in my right palm area what does it mean and how do I correct this
0: so when you feel tingling here it means that there are some problem in the void area this is called right void and here we have left void Um, how can we correct it the best way to correct void is to foot soak it's a very simple method You have a bucket of water, put a little salt in the water, put your feet in the water, and raise your energy like that seven times, just to get into the thoughtless awareness in meditation, and after five minutes, not more, five, maybe seven minutes, then you just rinse your feet and uh, throw the water into the washroom, and you will feel that you sleep better, your thoughts could be balanced you might not have thoughts and then eventually this void area will improve. It also means that you probably are seeker so you were reading a lot you were mm-hmm. looking a lot many books and in the seeking you we call it caught up on the on the void area mm-hmm. We can
1: also as well give the void or any chakra a little bit of help but just using our right hand yeah. and just turning the chakra always turns this way so just by giving it a little uh, turn y- you can actually feel it makes a difference any
0: other questions?
3: as a follow-up to the previous question so does right void and left void mean the same thing that the this is a problem from seeking or is there a difference between right and left void?
0: yes there is a difference left void um... get uh, constricted or caught up when we follow we call it false knowledge or false gurus and in our modern time it's it's a time of confusion so we always feel we don't know we read books we hear on tv we go to all kinds of people who profess themselves to be great gurus and we follow them we read their books we try to follow their rituals all that is not uh, going um, it all It's all reflected in our left void area, so eventually we have to clean it, we have to um, understand that some of the practices are not so good for our spiritual ascent.
1: And our subtle system as well.
0: Yes. Now, the, rea- the right side, when we teach something that's not very good, when we write books about something that we have no idea what we're doing, then we we catch on the right void. But both right and left void, they could be corrected with this help of uh, our energy kundalini. Do we have any more questions?
3: Yes, one other question. You mentioned that this void is called the ocean of illusion. What is that?
1: The ocean of illusion is a a phrase, I suppose. So um, in this modern time, there is a lot of falsehood out there and uh, you know that is the illusion. Um, so we as seekers uh, are looking for the truth and sometimes we do get lost um, on our path. And once we pass the ocean of illusion, which is known as the void, is crossing from this chakra up to this chakra. Um, once the void is relatively clear, we say you've passed the ocean of illusion. Would you like to add anything, Oksana?
0: Um, that's pretty much it, and how do we, um, in uh, our time, many gurus, the we call the Adi gurus, or the uh, incarnated gurus, they taught about um, Ten Commandments within us, and they talk of, taught, taught us about dharmas, and it all about the balance. Don't go too much to the left, don't run after too much money, after power, it destroys you. And false don't, gurus. Yeah, false gurus. Right. This is, um, that's the illusion, the Maya, around us. But with vibrations, yep. they help you to cross this ocean. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you become your own master.
0: Yeah. So I guess we are finished with the questions for today. Thank you very much. Thank and you. And hope to see you next week. Bye.